Hello, podcast listeners. You're listening to another episode of The Long Journey Home with your host, Corbin Johnson. Recently, I have been, uh, I've been doing a lot of work for work, and I've been very busy on the road, on planes, doing things. Uh, one thing that my work recently did was uh, sent me to a little convention in Santa Clara called PyCon, where we learned... Lots of cool things that people are doing with the programming language Python. Our company likes to use Python for, uh, use it as a place to write tests for our firmware that we write. And I'm a tester for firmware, so it's fun stuff. So without delving into that too much, with all this talk of Python, <clears throat> I've been wanting to figure out new and interesting ways to incorporate Python and the Star Trek CCG. So I already have used Python to help create the Star Trek CCG game show. That's turned out brilliantly. But I want to take it to another level. And I've been working for the last few months on, <laughs> on and off very much, uh, on a simulator of triples that uh, would play many, many games of triples using decks found on the TrekCC site, play them against itself in various pods and sizes, and try to figure out what decks are the best, what triples decks are better than others, and use that as a way for me to, I guess, play with better decks, because I've, I've, I'm not a bad triples player. I would say I'm actually pretty good. I've won a few triples tournaments, which is more than I can say for Star Trek 1st edition or 2nd edition. So, nonetheless, uh, this this project is, is for much more than just trying to pick good decks to take tournaments. I think it's more of as a way to fully understand what makes for a good triples deck. I think the only... There's when you want to solve a problem like this. I think there's generally, I think two or three schools of thought. The first school of thought would probably be, well, why don't you just play the game more with more friends and more people and play with more decks and learn it that way. Well, that's great, and I can learn skills that way, learn triple skills and deck building skills, and see what decks are out there that way. And that's a great way to go about it. But it's time consuming. That's the problem. Plus, <clears throat> I'm stuck in this meta that I'm in. Uh, not <laughs> stuck's the wrong word, but I'm, I'm in the meta I'm in. I can play online and all that, but even online games, they take longer. But it's all time-consuming. So the second thought, well, why don't you use math? You can use math to prove what decks are good or bad, perhaps. And I know there's an article in the forums buried deep, uh, done by one Mr. Franklin Kenzer that explains what the proper distribution of ones, tens, hundreds, thousands, etc. Is, is in a deck, and that's one really good way to go about trying to figure out certain aspects of the game. You could probably use this as a way of saying that Go decks are the best because they play fast, they, you can play more cards, therefore that's a better way to go. And math is great for that sort of thing. Uh, it's very pure and 
you get the answer, the truth. The truth comes out that way. Uh, but math is, for lack of a better word, hard. And doing things like that is also time-consuming. Not to say that the third option isn't time-consuming as well, but I'm not a math major. I don't know math all that well. I mean, I know math well enough, right, because it's in my discipline, but I don't think that's the way I would go about solving this problem. I, if, I, if, I had, if I knew enough mathematicians and they had enough time and they wanted to actually go about proving or using their smarts to make this game, find this game's best deck or prove it in some way, maybe it'd be interesting to see if Magic's done something like this. I'm sure some Magic has a huge player group, so maybe someone has figured out a way to do this in Magic, perhaps. Maybe that could be applied to triples. But <clears throat> I don't think it's how I'm going to go about solving the problem. The third way I can think of solving the problem is to simulate games using a card generation, a card, uh, a game simulator using a computer. And that's actually not terribly, a terrible bad idea, but it does present a lot of challenges that I think all could be overcome. And this gives you the benefit of the uh, benefit of thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands, or if the simulator is good enough, millions of games that can be iterated through in a small amount of time with any decks you want to use. And you get the added benefit of being able to scrape decks from the CC's website and scrape maybe just the best decks or the worst decks and that sort of thing. And then play them using different AIs, different choices at different parts of the game. You can say, well, if I've got the option to go, well, I don't have the card I want to play in my hand, let's go for it. Or you can come up with a formula to say, well, only go in these certain cases and don't go in these other cases. You can fully program an AI to do stuff like that. If you want to get really smart, you could make an AI that actually determines what the best choices are. You know, take it a step back and make the best AI. But for now, I'm in my program that I want to write, I'm going to make a hard-coded AI, one that says, in these decisions, make these in these choices, make these decisions. So, a future enhancement would be to make a better AI. But um, So, given those three options, I'm going to go the computer route, and as I continue to play triples with my friends, of course, but I wanted to, I've been wanting to do this for months, so a few of the problems that have come up during the implementation of this so far is writing the damn AI. The AI has taken me, uh, so far, I think 15 to 20 hours of programming, and I'm, I'm maybe, I'm about 80% done with it, uh, just saying what choices to make, what decisions to make given what choices are going on in the game. So, uh, writing a framework for the game to take place in, a so-called model, as it wasn't actually that difficult. I've got a deck class and a player class and a game class. But right now, if I hit run, nothing's going to happen. I don't have anything that can actually dictate what's going on in the game yet. So once I've got the AI in place, I can actually start doing a little testing by making a player, making two players, give them two decks and play them against each other, and then kind of get a feel for where the 
gameplay is at. Make sure it's not making bad decisions and then tweak the AI as needed. So once I've got that, I can make... Uh, right now I have to manually add decks. I think I, I'm able to take... Go into the Tribbles deck maker, download the lackey file that it outputs, or it's a deck pad file, I don't remember. Or, no, I have to actually copy and paste it out because it doesn't do those things yet. Copy it, paste it into a text file, and then the Python script will uh, import that as a deck class into itself. So that's nice. What it, what it will eventually do, I hope, my, my vision for this is to make almost a Tribbles game server. It's not not where you can play against it, but where the computer plays games against itself all night and all day, constantly. And whenever I want, it can output statistics and say, oh, this deck's won 40% of its games. And it uses the the really smart player, Tribble AI, as opposed to the one where they go every time. Or that sort of thing. Or when this deck uses the AI where I go always, then this deck is far better than when I only go when it makes sense to, for example. <clears throat> so, basically, scrape the tri- I, 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 will, I will make a class that can scrape the website, grab all the triples decks, even the bad ones, even the good ones, that, you know, so-called the ones that win more than not, and then try them with several different AIs, maybe two or three at first, maybe just one at first, and just put it in a corner and let it run for a few days. Or if it is able to play... I, I, I don't think it's going to play games very quickly early on. It'll play the games as fast as it can. I, I mean, I imagine one game will probably take about a minute to play. That's, that's my guess uh, right now. I, I haven't even tried it yet. I don't have any logic for playing the game in the program yet. But eventually, we'll get to that point. And just let it run, and then look at the statistics every so often. And make sure, uh, even before that, I need to make sure that it's not making dumb decisions and then tweak the AI. It's very important. Because if, you no, if you're making the wrong decisions at runtime, then what's the point? You won't get any useful data, and the whole effort is for naught. So... Eventually, I want to have several different AIs that run against all the different decks on the Trek CC, and just set it and forget it, really. Just look at the stats every so often and see what's going on. Future enhancements. I could maybe make... This might be a platform for letting a player uh, play against it, maybe, as a way of Maybe having a, a like a video game. You could have a Tribbles video game where you play against the computer and try to beat it. Maybe. I mean, that would be feasible. I don't know how much fun that is. It's kind of an interesting idea. It's, I don't know. But this data might be usable in taking it to a next step and actually make the perfect Tribbles deck or the perfect Tribbles AI. So kind of reverse engineer the whole thing mechanic because making it try to make the perfect deck right now just doesn't even make sense at this point but in theory this data could be used to do that or the computer could eventually maybe be coerced into making the best deck 
Right now it's more of, here's everything, iterate through it, instead of be smart about it and tell me what was what made this deck better than the other deck. So a smart AI and an interesting AI could actually do something like that, but no. This is very, very, very simple. Very, very simple. So it's a it's just a pet project right now, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And there's no particular reason why I'm doing this in Python other than to give me a chance to use my Python coding skills. It is, Python is dead simple for doing things like file IO, which is great. But all languages, all high-level languages can do stuff like that, really. It's just a matter of how easy it is, how efficient it is. If I'd use something like C or C++, maybe this would be faster. And maybe that's the smarter way to go because it's a simulator. And a simulator needs to run more games in less time. But Python's great because it's easy to use. I, start, I actually started writing this in Java when I first had the inkling because I knew Java and I didn't know Python. But it's, all, it's pretty much about what you know. So not a big deal. I just gave up on Java. I was like, ah... I have to keep looking up these weird functions and whatnot, but it doesn't really matter. So I'm excited to kind of see where this goes, and it's a fun project. So if you have any questions about it, or you'd like to maybe help out with it, I haven't, it's not open sourced yet. I could put it on GitHub in the future. I'm not really sure how much help I could use at this point, because it's really just a one-man project, but... Uh, there's no GUI yet, you know, if someone wants to put a GUI in, I don't think it nearly needs a GUI, I'm just going to be looking at logs, and maybe it can export into a spreadsheet or something, some graphics, or something cool like that. I'm always interested in, you know, taking it to the next level, but first it's got to work, so anyway, if you are interested in learning more, or actually helping out with the project, uh, let me know, uh, you can PM me at CorbinQ27, or send me an email at corbinjohnson at me.com, or you can call me at 267-C-A-L-L-C-P-J, 267-CALL-C-P-J. All right, that's it for today's show. I'd like to say thank you so much for listening. This is Corbin Johnson saying so long, and thanks for all the track.